Hey, welcome to the Manning Up podcast. Today we're going to talk about uh, the Catholic Church, what they're doing currently. Um, we're going to recap what was happening with the Pennsylvania scandal and all of the ramifications of that. And then we'll do a cultural critique. So just as a little introduction to today's podcast, I love to go to the Starbucks over when I'm back in Akron. There's a 24-hour Starbucks in Montrose, not too far, about seven minutes from where I live. And of course, I went there this morning right after I got some stuff done at the house, went there, studied, like to watch some Thomas Sowell videos, some Ruben Report, uh, some TED Talks, kind of read a little bit. Currently, I'm reading Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. And, you know, when I have this much free time now that I'm done with school, now that I have more time to podcast and I'm finished with all my finals, I thought to myself for a second, hey, you know what? I have some time. I should go to Catholic Mass weekly Mass tomorrow. And immediately after that, I, I, you know, I haven't been going to Mass recently. I haven't been going since I've, I did a lot of research on the scandal, what the Catholic Church was doing about it, the systematic cover-up. And I basically was conflicted. I, I was figuring out whether or not I should go tomorrow to Mass if I feel good about going, if I feel okay about supporting the Catholic Church with just my presence. I know that I'm not there for the priests. I know that I'm not there for anybody other than to worship Jesus, to worship God. And that's not really my point. My, my point is that if we're going to have an institution that's claiming, if we're going to have the Catholic Church, this international institution who where I go to worship, someone that I put my money, my time, my talents, my efforts into saying that I believe their doctrine. I, I um, agree with that, uh, their, their doctrines. If I'm going to identify as a Catholic, do I feel, do I feel okay calling my, calling myself a Catholic going, going to ma- Catholic mass when they're still even after the 2002 spotlight, even after the uh, 2018 Pennsylvania grand jury report, do I still do I feel good enough going to mass, supporting them, supporting the 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 well, little to no effort that they've put forth in stopping these abuse scandals? So I guess I haven't really prefaced this properly. If you don't know anything about it, it is time for you to do some research. It is time for you to look up some of the things that have been going on for years in within the Catholic Church, within their hierarchy and their administration. So here's just a, a quick run through this past year. The attorney general in Pennsylvania did a full-fledged report of their diocese there and found many priests. I I don't have all the numbers in front of me, so I'm just going to give you a gist of of everything that happened. Many priests were abusing, raping, molesting, uh, homosexual acts, and, um, and abusing little girls as well. So this stuff was going on. It had been covered up, and there were... Uh, where there was a lot of pushback to these prosecutors most of the most of the documents given to the prosecutors were uh, redacted showing little to no uh, accounts but they were still able to prosecute many of these many of these priests i guess my point is that so all this stuff is happening the catholic church has done nothing now when i say the catholic church i, I don't mean the parishioners the parishioners were outraged a lot of the priests were outraged. A lot of the bishops were outraged. There has been a huge movement with um, 
Catholic mothers to get rid of some of these abusing priests and to find out what the heck is going on. Why is the Vatican not addressing this? And so where, where, where do we go from here? So I guess what, what is the Vatican doing about this? Well, the bishops in America are trying to get together in November to discuss and to put forth some propositions on the table to try and reduce these accounts of sexual assault and to get rid of the priests, kind of like a zero tolerance policy. But what happened was, is that they couldn't, uh, they couldn't even get a resolution passed. Nearly, nearly half of the resolution was split between priests, unable to agree on whether or not they should even send the resolution to the Vatican. And so what's happening now is that the, that the current update is that Pope Francis plans on having this summit to discuss the sexual assault allegations because this has happened in, I believe, over 20, it's either 20 or 45 countries where these uh, allegations have been made. Nothing is happening. The Pope keeps pushing it under the rug. He has not addressed any of anybody's concerns. There have been multiple letters sent there to kind of just ask for answers. What is going on? And he has not addressed it at all. So there's there's so much stuff going on right now. So many answer or so many questions not getting answered. Uh, so much being con- continued to be pushed under the rug. And my only thought to this is why not? Why hasn't he confronted this? Why has the Pope not done anything about this. What is he hiding? My only logical conclusion is if you aren't going to address something that has already come out, which is this these Pennsylvania sexual assault allegations and then, of course, Spotlight, which is the Boston one, if you're not going to address the things that have already come out, it must be because there is so much more to this. There is so much more going on that if you were to say something, it would implicate yourself in a whole grander scheme. Now, this is obviously all speculation, but this is really the only thing that makes sense. This is the only thing that that you can conclude why the pre why the um, Pope Francis is not addressing this. I urge you all, because I can go on for hours. I can go on for hours talking about this, saying why I feel personally convicted in uh, going to Mass, why I think that not only should should I continue to, I guess, protest with my presence, but uh, I think that Catholics should protest with their wallets. I heard that there are efforts of giving only two pennies taped to a piece of paper on the offerings as uh, a sign of their two cents to the Catholic Church trying to do something wrong, wrong uh, as they are doing something wrong. A lot of parishioners are showing up in black, showing that they are mourning the uh, the church's response to these allegations. I guess there are a lot of there are people that are outraged. There are people that want things to change, but nothing is happening. Still, this is all very symbolic. I want to see legitimate. Restrictions. I want to see legitimate responses. I want to see the hierarchy actually do something about this, but it's not happening yet. And so, because of this, I, I, my, my original question: Should I go to mass tomorrow? I, I still feel personally convicted. I pray every day that I um, have the wisdom, the knowledge, and the courage to act out every day. And and right now, I, I, I can't. I can't go with a good conscience. Go and support the 
institution of the Catholic Church. I, perf- I feel perfectly fine going to a, per- a non-denominational church that has had no allegations, that has had no scandals currently, um, and worshiping there. I have no problem praying and uh, listening to worship music or reading my Bible. I have no problem doing that. But when I'm going to a Catholic institution and worshiping and supporting by sitting in their pews, you are supporting. It is like a guilt by association thing. By doing that, I just don't feel right yet. I don't. And so I'm going to continue to do my research. I want you guys to look into this. I want you, you don't have to be Catholic, but you should still know what's going on. It's one of the uh, largest institutions in the world. So this is my two cents on it. And this actually ties perfectly into my cultural critique for today, which is the movie Spotlight. It came out in 2016. I think I talked about it in my very first podcast. Don't listen to it. That that podcast was rough. Every single one after that was... uh, much more fluent. I was able to find some fl- a fluidity in my speech. So many ums, so many pauses that I've erased out of erased out of the podcast. But again, at the same time, like you, you can never create a perfect podcast. That I, I've struggled each time and only improved a little bit since then. But anyways, back to Spotlight. Spotlight is an incredible movie. I think it came out in 2016, and I will show show or rather i'm going to play and a dialogue clip from it right here for the cultural critique we just want to know if it's possible that the president the faculty the board that no one knew what was going on at the time i graduated in 1979 and i had no idea about any of this so if you're suggesting that father gibbons and father callahan had in any way gibbons and callahan i mean they were in this place like the navy you really think they didn't know it's a big school, Robbie. You know that. And, and we're talking about seven alleged victims over, what, eight years? No, we're talking about, you know, seven that we know about. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You're, you're reaching for a story Jack, here. We, Jack, know, Jack. Someone... If I had been president then, I would have known. Bill, I'm not sure that's relevant. Why do you think they sent Talbot up to Chevres? You know they wanted him out of town. <clears throat> Robbie... As well-intentioned as Bill's remarks are, I'm hoping we can keep this between us until we all get on the same page. Is that why we're here, to get on the same page? No, we're here because you're an important alumnus, Robbie, and a friend. Exactly. And we know you care about the school as much as we do. Did you play a sport here, Jack? Yeah. Football. Why? I ran track. You know, I went to... Providence yesterday, I talked to one of Father Talbot's victims. He played hockey here. And um, he was one of the better ones. He's got a wife, kids, good job. About 10 minutes into the conversation, guy breaks down. You know, couldn't stop crying. Said he could never figure out why Father Talbot picked him. Father Talbot coached the hockey team. I guess we just got lucky. You and me. It's on Netflix. Go ahead, go listen to it. And then uh, shoot me shoot me a message. I have an Instagram. I have my email. Of course, you can always uh, direct message me on Twitter, at Dom R. Manning. You can follow me on Instagram, at Dominic Manning. Send me a message. I want to hear what your thoughts are on this. I want to hear what actions you are taking, what you have been doing to combat this. If you are a Catholic, I want to hear your take on it. I want to feel good about my decision. 
I want to make sure I'm making the right decision. I want you guys to be analytical about this, to be introspective about this, and not just to not just to expect the Catholic Church to do something about this. You are a part of it, if you are a part of it, obviously, and this is your obligation as well. So I'm going to leave you with that. This has been the Manning Up Podcast. I will see you much more frequently, no promises, but hopefully tomorrow. Tomorrow.